Welcome everybody to the Out of Home Insider Show, a podcast like no other, hosted by the one and only Tim Rowe. Get ready to have some knowledge dropped on you and to be entertained because nothing's more valuable than food for your brain. So sit back, relax, we're about to dive in as the best industry podcast is about to begin. I just redid my office, man. I, my wife, awesome. like, she's like, dude, you need it. She's like, you need a legitimate desk. You have, <laughs> she's like, you have a legitimate business and you have like the worst possible office setup. It was like, <laughs> it literally was like this, this old table that was literally given to us. And I was working on that. And then another table was with my wife's grandma's table. And, you know, I just kind of, I mean, if you, I just, that's just the way I've always kind of been is very like, yeah, no, it's like I just don't buy a lot of stuff, you know. I just kind of just live like you know, kind of meager, like frugally, you know. And uh, so I was like working on this desk. My wife's like, "You need like a legitimate desk. This is ridiculous. You are working on like hand-me-down tables, and and you have all this really important stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> what are you doing? And I'm like, please just help me. I need help. You know, honey, honey. And it, it's it's the story like of all bit of, of everything that we've done in business, and that's one thing I've been learning with um the one of my the guy that um he helps me doing some sales and real estate, and he's one of my employees. But he's like, man, he's he had like crafted this letter. It's like kind of more like you know we just need like some help. You know we need you to help us, mm. and it, it's not like a let's go bang everybody's doors we're ruining everything we're we're the top dogs and we're gonna get this it's like no we're like just little guys please help us <laughs> and uh people respond to that stuff man they they, they we never get anywhere like without help, people helping you know i mean that's and at the end of the day, really, that's what we're doing, right? Like, hey, we're going to help you promote the thing you want to promote. If it's a cause, if it's a business, if it's a birthday, whatever it is, we're going to help you. You help me help you. Yeah. And I was telling somebody that yesterday, I said the best thing I ever liked about the, the billboard business was it was always just a win-win. Like everybody was winning. You know, there was not a single person in the deal. Yeah. And I was doing real estate before I started doing billboards. And it was, it was like, we were buying properties, but you had to, to get the, to be able to get the equity. Somebody else had to lose the equity. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like you just created the equity. It was when it, we bought this property, it was because we bought it at a discount and then somebody lost the equity that they had in it and you gained it. So it was, you right. were, somebody was, you were taking it basically from somebody at a certain point. Now you were in the right place at the right time, but it was, you had to, somebody had to kind of lose a little bit for you to win. And, the billboard business was just like perfect. I was like, this is awesome. Everybody wins. You create the equity out of nothing. Out of nothing, just pure value creation. Yeah. And everybody wins the landowners, the, um, the advertisers and the sign owner, you win because everybody else wins. And that was the best. That was the thing that attracted me to it. I was like, I, I like this better than anything. Then, you know, I, I mean, we were good at buying properties and buying them at a discount. And I figured out ways you could share the equity and things like that with these, um, property owners and they were about to lose their home and so Mm -hmm. i I took a lot of what i had in that and you know used it in the billboard business i mean per se just what i learned in there was valuable to move forward with the new business but um i just like everybody winning man like it's there's nothing beats that you know and everybody wins and they get everybody gets their their part of it 
there's enough to go around, right? Nobody, yeah, nobody's hurting anybody. So that's interesting. Like it makes sense, right? To go from real estate to, to outdoor, but like, how did you get introduced to like, what got you into billboards? Well, uh, my, my, I had a a partner originally when I started and his dad was in the business and, and we were down on the beach. I mean, I think I was like, this was like 2007. I was living on the beach and he was my neighbor at the beach. And, and um, I was buying some properties and I was like, you know, I was kind of just hustling, you know, grinding, doing whatever I could. I didn't have anything to start. And it was just like, just whatever you can do, you know. Um, and we were buying, well, I was buying property subject too. So you didn't have to have all the money to buy the property. It was like, okay. you could buy yeah, it. Yeah, 07. That's the wild west of uh, mortgages. And stuff was, even when things were moving up quick, you know, and this, I started doing that like, Oh, five, oh, six, and I left my job as accountant. Um, I was this working for a CPA firm, and and um, I just wasn't cut out for that. I just didn't like sitting in the office, man. I, I don't I don't mind sitting in the office, but I just felt cooped up. You know, I couldn't be who I wanted. You know, I couldn't use my personality. It's, it's hard like, to imagine you just stuck at a desk and crunching numbers all day. Well, it's hard because you just like it's just A, B, C, and zero to one. It's like these the rules and things that you deal with in accounting, they don't you don't have any like leeway. You can't like kind of work around it. It's like, it's a, it's it's set in stone is kind of most of what it is. And sales is like the complete opposite, you know? And, and, um, so, but yeah, so I, you know, I met this, this guy and, and, uh, he, he knew a little bit about it and I knew a little, you know, had experience, you know, had, you know, the degrees and had experience in in buying and selling property. So I kind of knew, enough and i knew a lot about contracts and doing you know uh, agreements and i had done all that so and i had done a ton of real estate training like i was all about getting and learning more information so it was just constantly like let me learn as much as i can so every day it was every night and and most everybody else was just out drinking and partying and i was like i'm gonna freaking learn like i'm closing my door and i'm just gonna get all these books and i'll buy books and tapes and courses on ebay and everything i could learn and, um, you know, about buying and selling real estate, you know, and so it was a perfect segue because I had that experience and, and it was perfect to do billboards. And when he said, oh, I do billboards, I was like, what is that, man? Like, I need to learn a little bit more. He's like, oh, it's just something you kind of get born into, you know, and kind of like, no, I'm not going to tell you anything until you're like, you know, you know I'm going to make sure I'm going to get you know, some, some skull and bone stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you're going to get my cut. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. You can get your cut and, and uh, just show me a little bit and I'll make sure you're you're going to be good too. We're all going to come up together. That's right. Um, you know, that's kind of, that's pretty much what happened is, is, um, you know, we just built up, we started building signs and, you know, and it was hard times, man. Like this was 2008. And when we first built the first two signs, it was still like the economy was still doing good. Yeah. And I remember yeah. renting these signs and it was like instantly we're making money. And I was like, Oh, this is just a no brainer. I can keep easy. doing this. It's easy. Yeah. And then it was like get kicked in the mouth like 12 times on the next 12 locations. I'm like, I'm going to build these. I'm going to keep building. This is easy. And we spent a lot of money and they kind of get kicked in the mouth a few times. And you're like, dang, like, I don't know if we can make the payments on this stuff, you know? And um, so, you know, the experiences I had up to that point was like, let me go talk to the, let me talk to my lenders because I can work this out. You know, they, these guys are just like us. They understand what the assets are and, they want us to succeed more than they want to take back any assets. So, you know, we just, I didn't have anything at the beginning. So it was kind of like all, you know, I don't know what to do with this. I don't really know how to sell outdoor. And, 
I didn't, and it was just nobody was buying anything either. And then we went to the 2009 and uh, the 2010, it was in 2009. And then, and then once we, um, and it wasn't like a lot of money, I mean, we didn't spend a lot of money. We just spent enough to where it was, you know, you didn't really know how much to pay in rent. You didn't know how much, you know, debt service was going to cost you or you knew how much it was going to cost you you thought you were going to rent these signs for yeah. 700 a face and then during 2009 it was like you'd be lucky to get 300 for that face wow so you know and and it was it was one of those things where it's like if you take it now you're not gonna it's not gonna you're not gonna even get your money back so you might as well work with us we're smart we can do this we know what we're doing we can be scrappy as as you, we can be super scrappy with this like and we we climb mean i was terrified i wouldn't even climb on a sign like i, I wouldn't even go near that the first time wood sign we built was it was like eight feet off the ground i remember i was like i ain't going up there dude i was like i'm not going up good from down here yeah i was like i'm always the guy handing up stuff and and uh you know we kind of we just had to do i had to, and then by the end you know i was climbing up like 25 30 feet like helping screwing boards i was still scared and i was not good at it um i was not good at it but that, that's what we had to do to make it you know it was just we you know go interest only on my loans and that saved us two grand a month and then i'll go to the i will find the locations it doesn't cost anything to get locations i will get the locations and we will freaking go get poles from the power company they're sitting on the ground they're just trying sure, to get rid sure. of sure yeah wow so that's that's i mean that's scrappy that's some hustle get up yeah it was it was a freaking grind man like and I, and my mindset sometimes it always stays in that kind of mode where it's healthy like i'm like oh let's let's go we like just put like two digitals up i'm like oh like let me just hold up for a minute let me just hold off on like you know i've kind of got more digitals to go but it's like you know 60 75 grand 80 grand every time you do one you know and um Plus, plus, you know, structure. So I'm always kind of like, let's just let's just take our time here. You know, let's maybe, um, you know, maybe just start with just a, a static sign, fill out the location, and then go digital. You know, sure, Don't sure, always- yes, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a lot to learn along the way, right? It's not just you can't just pull up on the side of the road with a post hole digger and stick a stick in the ground, and there you got a billboard <laughs> business, right? You're, there's there's a lot of moving components, and and like you said, you were staying up late and researching this stuff, so it's not uh, is not for the faint of heart. But you went from two to how how many structures do you have now? Gosh, it, um, uh, it's a good question. It's, there's two. Uh, we got about f- a little over 500 static faces, wow. and we got four. We got like 14 digital. So that's awesome. And was um, did you acquire stuff along the way? Did you build all of that? Like, how, no, how does I that mean, mix? We, yeah, it's 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 a pretty good mix. Um, it's it's probably we built a lot of signs. I bought a, quite a few signs. I mean, it's probably it's probably like 60, 70%, 60, 70% we built. And then the other percentage we bought just because we, it's, it's sometimes it just gets expensive building. I mean, most of the stuff that or it gets expensive buying, um, you know, buying stuff on multiple. So we always would just buy one or two okay. or, you know, a few, just a handful of signs when you can buy them super cheap. And the ones that just, the ones that just got neglected were the ones that I bought, you know, yeah. that, they they kind, were kind of like real estate, right? Buy the, yeah. the worst house on the best block and go buy it, fix it, <laughs> it up. Was, make I mean, it was exactly the same concept as buying and selling properties. I mean, it was in the, in the way I've run the business. Most people are like, dude, how, you know, 
how have you run so many signs with just a skeleton crew, like kind of like one person and manage the operations, the sales and the real estate. And um, now I just actually hired two sales guys uh, to help me try to ramp up the occupancy because I can stay at 8% all day long. But the eight, the other twenty percent doesn't just sell itself, you know. Right, right, and that that that's pater right there. Yes, I got to get the the ramp it up, but but it was always just the idea of marketing, you know. For me, it was like I always am thinking, how can I get people to call me? Yeah, and how do I get the people to come to me that want this product instead of let me just go chase at people and try to chase them and chase them, chase them. How do I get them to come to me? You know. And um, that was the same concept that we had in real estate when we were trying to buy properties. It was always you, you marketed to get people to contact you. Mm. And you're, you're always in the driver's seat more when people are contacting you versus yeah. you calling them. You're in the driver's seat a little bit more, more or less. Now, I, I guess there's there's something to be said about sales and being you can control the process. Sometimes when you're actively calling them, you have a good idea. You have... Um, you, you have something to present to them that says, here's why, you know, versus yeah. just being an order taker, which it's probably more of what I've done, but. <laughs> right. Um, but it's the push versus pull. And, and if you can get folks to call you and run on a skeleton crew and run at 80% occupancy, I think there's, there's plenty of people who would love to do that. And, uh, you know, maybe a few folks <laughs> listening to the show that would, that would love to do that too, without giving away the secret sauce. How do you get them to call you? Gosh, I mean, I think it's just being everywhere, man. You have to be everywhere. I mean, there's just so, I mean, I mean, the old school stuff too, like everything old school, I think still is just so pertinent. I mean, everybody wants to be the internet and the internet's great. And I do like to be, you know, my, my SEO, I want to have solid SEO for the areas I'm operating in. So people can find me that I'm, I'm findable online, but um, we get a smaller percentage and then we use, I mean, we use our assets for sure. The assets that we have, we use them all day long. If it's available. No better way, right? Be <laughs> like I we mean, believe in be, it. I mean, if it's going to be available, we have a little bit higher conversion off of the, the leads we get from the signs, but then you get a lot of it. You do have a lot of tire kickers, no matter where you're advertising. And I mean, I, I believe in email and I believe in direct mail I mean, a lot of the old school stuff, I still believe and we don't really do TV, but people overlook that stuff, man. Like, Sleep um, you know, it's just people overlook it. And it's like, that's what works. It's like the good old, I even tell people don't, don't advertise on a billboard. If you're just going to put up one billboard and just say, oh, it's, it's going to really work for me. It's like, no, the billboard only works when you're hustling and you're grinding it. You're like going door to door. The, the billboard's right there. And then you're going door to door right along that road and saying, or right in that neighborhood behind there and saying, Hey, uh, we're right here. And they're like, okay, cool. We know, we know you, we've seen that brand every single day mm. and we know you. And now we, you know, we'll do business with you because for one, we know your brand and we trust you, you know, that's and, such uh, a, that's such a great point. Are you familiar with the story of Brex? I know, I know about it, but I don't know the story. Yeah. So there's a great video. I will have to link out to it in the, in the show notes description below the CEO talked about how they had a $400,000 budget starting out. They uh, do credit for like, uh, for, I think it was for FinTech startups, like really right. specific, really niche. So they, they took out a, a billboard campaign in San Francisco near all the startups. This was a couple of years back, 2017, 2018. And uh, in his words, $400,000 worth of billboards were cheap. He was surprised by how cheap they were, right? There's this always this mis misconception that they must be so much, but they must be so expensive. And what he said was, 
all of the out, outbound that we were doing, all of the, the cold calling, all of the email, all converted higher. And everyone was, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, I know of you. I know of you, right? It made all the other stuff work better. It's, it's an amplifier. Yeah, That's what it, it's an amplifier. You got to do the yeah. other stuff though, too. You can't just put up a billboard and back up the Brinks truck and, and, and hope everybody's gonna run in and give you money. Yeah, just and just wait. I just I put it up and I'm just like waiting. I'm like, where's my calls? You know, like oh, it's just not the right thing for somebody who does that, you know. And and I I do, and and sometimes my people might say, well, you don't really necessarily believe in it that much. It's like no, it's not about believing it. The the people that have done the best with the billboards have been the people that stuck with it for ten years. Yeah. And, and everybody knows them. They, they know they were well, for the one they stuck with it, but then they hit, you know, they constantly had every market area kind of covered and they stuck with it and everybody knows them. They are just the prominent players and they're, and they're all slammed and they've grown. I mean, I, I, I wish I, I would spend a little bit more time getting those numbers of like what they've grown. Some of these businesses mm. that we've aver- that have advertised with me for 10 plus years, you know, how much they've grown. And how much really attributes to the the billboards that makes that brand so famous? You know, it makes their brand just yeah, everybody makes knows them famous. Them, it know? makes them famous, right? And 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 when and when you think about how fractured all media is right now, we got the we got the dog making appearance here. <laughs> yeah, uh, how that's Yankee there. He's a he's a blind border collie. He's about three and a half years. Oh, is that your name? Is that what's your up, Yankee? Yankee? You good boy. Um, right. If you think about like how fractured media is and how hard it, it, it can be to buy, right. It's it, what's the best way to reach my customers. Is it TV? Is it radio? Well, I, I bet most of them have to drive to the grocery store once in a while. I bet most of them have to drop the kids off at soccer practice. Uh, th- yeah. There's one thing in common. Most places they got to drive. So yeah, no really better way than, than outdoor to reach them. Are you seeing since COVID, um, have you seen the portfolio shift at all in terms of category? Are you seeing different advertisers that maybe you historically uh, hadn't pulled from that category or, or, or maybe some folks doubling down? What, how yeah, I mean, obviously like we've always, I mean, real estate businesses like have always been, you know, real estate construction industry has always been a big buyer for, for us. And they've, they've really amplified it because this thing's just been going. I mean, Sure. And where I live here, you know, in the coast east of eastern North Carolina, it's like everybody started. I mean, people just started moving here, and mm. and that's just bumped it up even more. I mean, some of the some of these areas have seen just insane appreciation rates, like in two years, you know, fifty percent. Wow! Uh, and where whereabouts? I was, like I was stationed in Jacksonville, actually. Yeah, I lived plus, in North Carolina for a bit. plus. I mean, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me that before yeah. we talked. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, like what, uh, what areas like of, of coastal Carolina are really blowing up in terms of real gosh, I mean, well, I'm, I live in Wilmington and it's, oh, yeah. it's just been, yeah, I mean, Wilmington, they, they said something like number one place people were moving to and things wow. like that. But wow. we cover like pretty much all um, the coast and then most, most all of Eastern North Carolina and, and uh, Eastern South Carolina. And, and you've got uh, it, and yeah. you've got a good setup on the website too. What's the website in case? Because one, I think Gray does an exceptional job from a content standpoint. The SEO, the website, everything's tight. Everything is tight, and especially for an independent, like you don't have a big team behind you to make all this tight. Right, so right. Where, where can folks go to to see just how tight a ship you run? Well, it's, it's grayoutdoor.com, G-R-E-Y outdoor.com. And that's, that's got, you know, it's just show like locations and stuff like that on there too, where, where we are and, um, you know, um, 
uh, it's got some information trying to kind of like get people, you know, the information like we're talking about, like what kind of results you're going to have when you get the sign, you know, because I want them to, it's nice when they call and they're like a little bit educated, you know, because I, I sometimes I feel myself being like, they call you like, hey, uh, um, how's this work? You know, and I'm like try to get like, can you just go to the site and like read the first page, you know, because I, I want the first page to like kind of explain how it works, you know, just a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, we try to just stay on top of the, um, of the, of the web world. I mean, I mean, now it's, I mean, it's no brainer. Like the, the Google is the phone book, man. Like people did Truly. the phone book and now it's Google is the phone book and people are go to that for finding information. I mean, that's where your calls are going to come from. I mean, the majority of your calls are going to come from that. It's 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 kind of what I tell them. I say the calls are going to come from Google. But the thing is with Google is that there's like 10 other guys in your space and there's 12 people fighting for that, like top rank. And then they're all fighting for the AdWords and they're spending more and more and more money. And, and that's where we come in is we can make it well, you're spending that money, but you might not have to spend as much money as you're spending trying to chase those leads and getting all the tire mm. kickers calling you. you. You know, these, your branding that you do with us is going to get you, it's going to get you noticed in that 10 list, that list of 10, they go with the ones they know the best. It's funny. I'll, I'll tell you a story. We just ran this test campaign at one screen. We ran a self promo campaign on a network of 16 digital billboards. Uh, we ran through blip. It was super easy. Right? So we ran that. And then I, I call it billboard ins insurance. We also ran paid search in the two counties where the billboards were for the keywords that were on the billboards or like a combination that someone was likely to search. And looking at it, and 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 the test is still running. We just turned off the billboard, but left the paid search running. And this is interesting. When we increased billboard impressions by 145%, it drove 331% more Google search for those search terms, right? Wow. We always talk about the one plus one equals three. Well, there right. it is in Google Analytics. And that's an exciting story to tell. What makes yeah. it especially exciting is now we've turned the billboard campaign off. Greg, would you like to guess what has happened to the I search volume? I would be volume? curious to know what off happened. Off a freaking cliff, off a cliff. The search, oh, the search volume went off a cliff. So there we have the story. Like clearly these billboards were causing this result. And right. now we have some data to show it. So yes. we're working on a lot of stories like that because- I would love to get a hold of that, man. It's that's, coming. It's coming for sure. I've, I've seen it. I've seen it, but it's like hard. <laughs> and that's hard been always the hard thing. It's just yeah. so hard to quantify so much of the stuff that we deal with. And it, it kills me sometimes because people sometimes like when you get somebody to cancel and they say, man, the billboard wasn't really working for me. Mm. And I'm like, how was it not working for you? I want to know how it was not working for you. Cause I need to figure out the how and the why, you know, sometimes it might just be, you know, the a budget thing or, sure. you know, they just maybe didn't believe in it, but I know that that billboard was working. It, I know it worked. Right. It took no days off. It was up every single day of the month. It didn't exactly. take off Saturday or Sunday. It worked. It it worked. It's just, was it like, was it used in a way or were you expecting a result that was different than what your results actually are from it? You know, yeah. or the, is it just so hard to quantify? I know everybody wants to quantify it. I want to quantify it too. I'm like, <laughs> but doing what you're doing, that's awesome that you guys are doing that because I mean, that, 
it really proves so much of what we always say, but yeah. be, to be able to show the actual results from something like that. So, but I, 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 I saw you guys were posting about the one screen, but I don't know anything about it. Well, what is it? Yeah. So one screen. So it, it once upon a time, um, the two of the founders, Greg and Sam hit me up and they were like, Hey, we're building this platform to make out a home more like Facebook ads where you can optimize towards a result. And I was like, that sounds awesome. I'm in. Um, so that, yeah. that's that's what we're building is an interface so that we can sit down with a brand or an advertiser platform like Facebook ads and say, okay, Miss, Mr. or Mrs. Advertiser, like how well established is your brand? Uh, we're brand new or we're Nike. Everyone knows us, right? Like where, where do you fall? Do people know you? And then that relative to... Um, you know, what is the thing you that you sell? Are you are you Chick-fil-A asking people to turn off the next exit to, to get some waffle fries? Or are you Lexus trying to get somebody to buy a car, right? That's a major purchase. It's not something I'm in the market for right now. It might be in three years, right? So how well established are you relative to what you sell? Um, what are the moments that you could potentially interact with or engage your key audience, right? And where where are they in the world when you could do that? Is it in a coffee shop? Is it driving to work? Is it parking their car? Where does it, where do you have the best opportunity to engage that audience in the moment you care most about engaging them with? And then allowing the advertiser to execute that campaign in, in a measurable fashion. And we don't think that measurement has to be like, hey, someone saw this billboard and then bought a thing. We think that it, it that, that, that it should be hey, I drove more traffic and that led to more Google conversion goals. Like my website traffic was up and my time on site went up and my bounce rate went down and my quality score went up on Google paid search. So now I'm paying less per click for my SEM, right? Like we know out of home works and I don't think that we need to take responsibility for like that bottom of the funnel, last touch attribution. We can we can add value to the entire customer journey. So that's what we're setting out to build at one screen and, and partner with a lot of great folks around the country. Um, you know, right, focus right now on, on different types of digital formats. So it's it's pretty exciting and and it's it's a net it's a net another net gain for the industry because the folks that we're talking to have never done out of home before. Right. They're mostly digital right. marketers who mm-hmm. are, you know, expanding yeah, so more pro- more programmatic idea the idea is more programmatic eventually buying. right eventually or at least selling as you know s- selling selling out a home as like hey these are like banner ads but really really big right? right like there's there's other ways to measure it too like you don't have to be so rigid like let's let's just get back to being good marketers right where who do i want to talk to what do i want to say to them and how do i want to do it yeah, and hit them, hit them like multiple places. Sometimes you can hit them in one spot, but if you don't hit them at three, like it's the second, third, fourth time you touch them, and it's not from yeah. the, just the one thing you touch them with. It's what you hit them at. You hit them from. That's why when you said what's the secret sauce, I'm like, well, there's like seven different <laughs> things that I, you know, it's not one. It's like just six or seven different things that you do, and the third time that they see it or they talk to you or they've heard something, and that's when you get them. That's where you convert them. Is that that other thing, you know? And but that was, that was we did like a, um we did a, a, a some surveys um for the association the North Carolina Association that um I'm a board uh, I'm a board member of the uh, the North Carolina Association and quick quick and, note I heard that that is the most fun association in the entire <laughs> industry truly I heard that like two weeks ago yeah, yeah. well yeah I mean everybody's super cool um it, it's a small it's a small crew you know um and uh, it's it's about half Lamar. 
and uh it's you know just like the, the north carolina it's it's 50 percent lamar um and they're all really nice people i mean everybody that i've ever come across there are just nice people you know yeah at all the companies and then we have a lot of um you know adams is pretty big to north and south carolina sure. and um but yeah and, and out front you know so you have those three and then there's a couple smaller independents you know that we have but um in the survey we did like we you know we surveyed and just asked a lot of questions and you know i was thinking one of the questions was like if you took a brand and and you, you just it's almost just like just knowing that name you know like after let's say that the only result you had was if you surveyed them after a week of they you knew they drove that road that route yeah. And before they would not know this name. And then, you know, you survey them before, do they know this name? And then a week later, do you know who this is? And they're like, yeah, you know, I've seen that, you know, and they might even just bring up that question of like that, that business, like, what is that? You know? And, yeah. And yeah. You know, and it's all about just generating that interest. But, um, but yeah, I, man, like the programmatic thing is just, it's just, it's awesome. I mean, the idea that we could be selling like Facebook ads at some point, is is just i mean to me that's i'm bullish on that idea because it's something that i don't know that much about technology but i know i know it's possible and like i, I wanted just my website to be like that where why would my own all my own inventory i should be able to i should be selling that like how many businesses like most businesses you can buy their product online you know totally. like right like you know what i mean it's like most 90 some percent probably you can buy their products online and when you look at outdoor it's like it's it's not that confusing i don't think you know i don't i don't think it's that hard or that confusing um it's just it's just changing you know the idea of let me send you a proposal yeah and then let, then tell me what you like and then i'll send you the contract it's like why don't i just send you the proposal and you just click buy right there you know right or why not yes. just have it why not just have it listed on the site and then they just click buy right there. If it's available, it ties your inventory. Why don't they just hit buy? You know, um, to me, it, it just is, that's where it's, it's going to be, you know, and whether or not it's going to be a huge big exchange or if it's one just gray outdoor website, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't sure. It you know, should just be like my website should at least be able to sell my own inventory. If I don't sell anybody else's inventory, why would I not be there? You know? Sure. And if you think about like, like a, a automotive dealerships are a perfect analog. If you had asked them 10 years ago, uh, Hey, you want to sell cars online? You probably make a bunch of money doing it. Right. So, so for, for perspective, eBay motors started selling cars online in 2005. Right. So like selling cars online isn't a new idea, but if you asked any franchise automotive dealer, Hey, you want to sell a car online? They'd be like, absolutely not. Right. And then what happens? COVID forces their hand and they have to install some, you know, digital retailing tools. Meanwhile, you know, Carvana's kicking their teeth and selling cars online for, you know, it, it, it's people want to do things on their terms and have control. And, you know, I don't think someone's going to buy a house online, but if I can, if I can get a pre-approved for a mortgage and if I can find the realtor I want and make a short list of homes that I want to buy, well, that's pretty close. And if I just say, Hey, Greg, I looked at these three homes and I'm already pre-approved for this amount of money, let's rock and roll. Hey, that's, that's pretty good. And we can do the same thing with billboards. Yeah, and I, I think they're doing that too. I mean, that, I know some people we talked to that, um, they, uh, they would do like a virtual tour and they were making offers on homes. I mean, especially during COVID because people just didn't want to go out. They didn't want to go meet people. And then it was like, they're just buying, literally buying homes. And 
and and it just everything just convenience i mean you can see it now is just different i mean you know when i started in 2007 2008 it was not the same market as it is now it's totally different people are um, way less likely to go ride a market they're more likely to actually sit on their thing click 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 down the road on google maps totally you know what i mean and totally. they're like i think that might be is that Grayson? Okay, let's call that. Right. You know, it's funny. So I installed a uh, I installed a dash cam at the beginning of last year because I was thinking about like doing virtual market rides for agencies. And then right. COVID hit. I got furloughed, and you know, position was eliminated, unfortunately. But I'm like, I'm still long on that. Why can't we? Why can't we just drive around with dash cams? You know, hey, I'm gonna plot. Here's the campaign that I'm proposing. I'm gonna plot these into my, you know, into my app. There's a great app, Road Warrior, that lets you do something like that. Trip chains the whole thing together. Drive around, drive past it all, stitch it together, send it to a client. Like, yay, high five. It was like doing a market ride. Uh, maybe I'll yeah. even put some fun music to it. Yeah, and I always thought that was even when I started, I was starting to think in that that terms of like <clears throat> instead of just like one photo, why wouldn't I have um like just I could start like a YouTube channel and just and ride the you could see the read. You I'll just just do a cell phone camera from the ride, but 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 driving through it and like a short video, and I don't have to be you know the 20 30 seconds. And that I always felt like that would sell the inventory better than it would just one photo. You know, I think that that's where it's going to probably go more and more. I, I would think that um, is doing more, you know, more videos of yeah. um, just a little bit more, a little bit more than just one photo because it's always it's hard to get it from one photo, you know. Right. You don't know that there's like there's a there's an on ramp over here that yeah, you can't like a see tree right, in front of right, right right yeah like it's the, like yeah. oh it looks perfect but like the angle is just like a little bit to the side and it's like you can't really see exactly what's in front of it you know and, and uh you know and it, it i think that would help i think the more that we did that as an industry and i'm always have i have always ideas and whether or not we execute on them is one thing but uh you know, the, those are things that I think if you if you did a little bit more of that, it might be easier to to sell. You know, more of like more programmatically and and, um, and being able to just making it easy, just making it easier for people just to make buy. It easy. Just make just, it I easy. I want it just to be easy to buy. You know, so, sometimes even people say that because you know, deal when they deal with the owner and they call, and I can make decisions quickly about what we're doing, and I can send them the contract. I can, they, you know. There's not going to be as much red tape in the way of us doing the deal. You know, right. if you want to rent the sign, I can get it for you and I can get it done today and we'll get it in process. There's not going to be like, let me go back and forth. Let me send this approval. And um, people, I think, have liked that over the years. I've noticed people, like, man, that, that was really easy. You know, mm -hmm. um, that was really easy to, to buy, you know, and I, I want it to be easier to buy moving forward. Like it's, there's so much to learn. And that's one of the things I want to get better at is making it easier for people to buy. And, lots of, uh, uh, lots of billion dollar companies that all they do is just make it easy. Right. That, that's what Amazon did. That's all they did. Just that's make all it easy. Hey, in most cases, some of that stuff's more expensive. It was literally the same stuff that has been sold. It's never, it's been sold for years. The exact same products. All they did was put it online and make it super easy to click one freaking button and you could get it to your door. And it was simple. And then they've just made billions off of that. So it's just a no brainer. And, and, um, and I, I think one of the things we implemented was, was, um, in, is, is, uh, uh, ad quick and ad quicks helped me a lot. And re I really liked their proposal system. 
And um, I've been able to just send out lots more proposals. I mean, we're still working out some kinks on it. It's still really new. And I think there's, we're still, all still kind of working through the kinks and stuff. But um, it just made me so much more uh, effective when we scaled up the amount of locations and faces that we've had to sell. It's organized it so much. I'm really grateful for them at Adquick to, and what they've done there. And I think they're they're going on that path. They're they're going in that direction, and I, I like going in that direction. That's where I want to go too. You know, absolutely, absolutely. In fact, uh, let's stick around after after the 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 episode here because I might have something for you. you. Just you just jogged something. Great. What are you what are you most excited about in 2021? Yeah, I mean. Gosh, well, for one, just getting rid of COVID, man. Like, we need to get this thing out of here. So I'm, I'll be excited to just, like, get back to normal and, like, hang out with people just normally, you know, like hugs and handshakes and everything. Hopefully Definitely. by, like, summer when I saw the guys at Billboard Insider, which they're they're, they're awesome, too. I mean, they've done a lot. I think they're doing Outsta- a lot. Outstanding. Like oh, um, yeah, I'm, yeah. And at such a higher level every day excellent and they, they got they just are really really smart guys and i've done some business with them in the past they were actually with my lenders when i started no they, kidding uh, yeah and uh so i've i really like what they're doing they've got some good insights into the industry and i really like what you're doing too because oh, thanks, man. it's it's a different you you're taking like a different approach i haven't i want to i got to go through man i saw all the podcasts you got on there i'm like i got to get through some of these because you have some of the most interesting people that have diverse backgrounds they're not just like like regular billboard developer guys like me that you know they just have so much diversity in the you're the the first you're the first you're the first developer media owner like independent yeah you're the first yeah and and i always knew it had to be you because like you're the only person i've seen doing bill like videos of billboards being put in the ground like that's cool that's cool yeah i always like i always like that idea of showing that and and some people might say it's like, oh, it's kind of being boastful. Like you're just kind of being like, yeah, I'm doing this. And, but most of the time you don't really see, you see that like the glory moment. And that's why I like that glory moment. Cause it, it was like, it seemed like it was just so easy. Just the pole going on the ground and the head getting lifted up. And it just all looks like just, it's just so easy. And, but you didn't see like the five years before that, that I was in like 12 meetings trying to get the sign approved. And yeah. And, you know, and all the anguish and the anxiety you had worried about this, you know, did I get the survey right? Did I get my set? You know, did I get everything and all the anxiety and the things that Late go through. nights, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. You just wake up like, oh my God, what about that? I forgot about this. I forgot like, about that. Keeping sure the notepad get... next to the nightstand, scribbling yeah. stuff at 3 a.m. You, you don't see any of that, but. It, it is, it is, there's so, you know, like you said at the beginning, there's just so many things that go into this a sign, you know, just getting a sign built. There's so many things and it is very simple business, but so many things that go into it that just don't think about, you know, and, um, but I always like that, that glory moment of like, this is getting done and we're doing it, you know, and, um, I think I would cram the my advertisers like photos of my billboards with the advertisers on it over and over and over. But I don't know if it has the same impact as like the, the like a video of like in the in just the grinding moments, you know. Totally. Um, we need we need more videos. I'm gonna probably do some where it's like out like just in the meetings and in the 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 trenches. Oh, pl- it, please, yeah. please do it. There's such a cool opportunity to tell that story and. And uh, yeah, I would I would love to do some ride-alongs with Gray as, uh, <laughs> yeah. as we're going to see some stuff and doing some things. I'm in. I'm I'm your first subscriber. Do it. 
Yeah, no, I know. It's the, but uh, man, twenty twenty one is just, it's going to be a good year. I mean, I'm I'm just optimistic in general and about everything about the industry and about um, you know where we're going. I mean, I just there's so many good people that are going and really working on a lot of things that, and there's really smart people in this industry. And yeah, there are. There's there's so there's just so much opportunity to just keep growing and you know it, it it's getting harder and it's definitely getting harder but it to me when it gets harder you just have to be more creative mm. you have to be more um uh you have to be like believing in something that that maybe nobody else has ever believed in yeah i mean you know you just have to believe that things are possible that most people don't think is possible it's like it's possible just don't think it's not possible. If you think it's not possible, you're definitely not getting it done. Right. It just hasn't been done yet. You're going to be the one to figure out a way to do it. There's yeah. a fun, a fun law of physics is that if something happens, right. If something, if we experience a, a, a phenomena, right. In, in the physical world, then physics doesn't try to disprove it. There must be a law that allows that to happen and exist. Right. So if we adopt that, the mindset of physics here and say, hey, you know what? Like if if I think that that could happen, then there must be a, a law within the universe that means that could happen. That's it. That's it. For There's sure. going to be lots yeah. of roadblocks I mean, along the way. I think that, that was one of the first um, it was like one of the first books. I mean, I, we, we I was always been, I've always been on the hunt for, you know, just really cool things to learn. And I just like learning. I mean, I'll be learning until the day I croak, you know, and. And, uh, but the, the secret was like, it was Think and Grow Rich was one of the first books I read by Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill, of sure. It's and, Dale uh, Carnegie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, and that one of those, and my, my friend Ross, he gave me that, that book and he was like, dude, you need to read this Think and Grow Rich, man. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll read it. I was like, what's, what's the deal with it? And, and it was just all about that mindset. It was all about like believing and, and thinking and believing and, and, um, you know, using that. And then the secret, when that secret came out, I was like, Oh, this is awesome. I was like, I can, I can apply, apply the secret to my life, you know, and it works against you like really bad uh, too. And the, it'll work for you, but it'll work against you the same way. And it really is so true. I mean, uh, somebody was asked me the other day, like, how do you, how do you think you, you've been able to do it? And I was like, well, I've just been praying to the right God. Um, you know, I'm grateful for everything that I have. I'm grateful for my, my life and exactly where I'm at right now. And I'm, I always, you know, I pray that all the things that, you know, the places that God wants me to go are the places that I go and the things that, that are meant to be and, and, and what my path is already laid out. It's like, I'm just here to fulfill it. I'm here to fulfill my destiny in the world. And uh, I have all these ideas and for years, I want to stronghold my ideas. Like I'm going to do this because I can do it. And it's like, just let it go. Let go of the idea of me wanting to do this and me going to, I'm going to do this for me and me and me. And uh, the, then just the things just start falling into place. And you're like, why do they fall into place? Like, you know, cause you, you just kind of want to when, when you just, when you turn over control, it's just, it's just, God's the, things plan. just happen. You know, the good things just continue to happen. And you have to, you, know, you just have to have faith and, and, um, you know, that belief system, I think, in, in life is, is just so important just to just to believe in, in, in yourself, but in just something greater than you, whether it's a God or whatever you're praying to in the, in the universe. It's, um, 
you know, and I, I'm trying to teach my little boy that now too, because it's, it's, you know, I'm sitting there with him. I'm like, buddy, like you can just accomplish anything in, and, in the world. You can just really, you can accomplish anything. You, if you put your mind to it, you believe and you have faith and you just believe in it that you see, if you can visualize things and how you want them to go. And and it's kind of contradictory to the, the idea of like praying and then like hoping things are going to happen like the way you want them to. But it, you do have to kind of will things into existence. And and if you, you're praying, you want to pray specifically of the things that you're you're wanting, along with the idea of like just send me on the path I'm supposed to go. If that's not what's meant for me, then it's not meant for me. Like the things that have set you back, those were the things that helped you freaking accelerate so fast. Like the ones where you just were just anguished and like, God, this, I, this was meant to be for me. And I was supposed to do that. And this, it's like, nah, you were, it was supposed to accelerate you past that, like to the next thing and just go bigger and better. And, uh, it's just, there's just so much more to, to learn, but the, the secret and that, that thinking grow rich was awesome. The first book I read was rich dad, poor dad. Have you ever read that Robert, book? Robert Kiyosaki. I've got his <laughs> laying around here somewhere. That's just, it was and that's so much pertinent to the billboard business. And that's one of the things probably led me into it. It's like you buy assets, they provide income. That's this it. is the, this cash is the mode flow, of cash how flow, you, cash flow. Has how you survive, you know, and when I first did it, I was like, this time I'm going to buy properties and buy houses and do it that way. And just uh, every, every year buy one and pay it off and then buy another one and try to get it paid off. And, um, you know, it's just, but, uh, but yeah, going back to the, this year, is this going to be a good year? I mean, things are starting to, it, last year was just well i don't even know where it went man it just it did go by quick at the time it didn't seem like it was but it did go by quick it just disappeared but, but this is going to be you know this is going to be a breakout year i think for a lot of people i mean it, things are a little volatile which kind of worries me because i feel like some things are just overinflated. you know some markets are just overhyped and overinflated, and they, they're just gonna hit a, a snag you know it's not gonna stay just going up for forever most likely it's going to take the turns like it's all always has mm -hmm. and uh i think just to keep that mind keep that mind of you know not to go crazy like it's always been the, the mantra for what i've done is like don't go crazy just take your time take a deep breath you don't need to build 50 digitals in a freaking month <laughs> you know just just relax you maybe know two months you'll, you'll get them yeah maybe two months you'll get them <laughs> up over the next three years just take the Take the marathon approach, not the freaking sprint, you know, and and it, it, I always want to sprint, you know, like sprint. it's the, how, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Well, great. I can't yeah, think of a, can't think of a better place to, uh, to put a bookend to it. And if, if folks want to connect with you, you're on LinkedIn, make sure to, to connect with, uh, the, with, with the man himself, gray Vic, great. It's been an absolute pleasure. And if you yeah, found this to be valuable, please share it with somebody else who could benefit. We're definitely going to do it again. Uh, I think we need more time with Gray for sure. If you found it to be helpful, please share it. As always, make sure to smash that subscribe button down below there in the corner, and we'll see you guys next time. Stick around, Gray. Thanks a lot.